1: Welcome to Sizzling Hot Takes. I'm Elijah West. With me as always is Brother Bishke. Hashtag
2: this pineapple life. <laughs> Brother Lucas.
1: What up, Bam? And internet citizen extraordinaire, Brother Justin. Can you call me Wampa? Brother Wampa is here. No, no, oh. no. I, t- I take it back. Okay.
3: <laughs> We're reversing <laughs> that Wampa request. It's a, it's a movie reference.
1: Bishke what have you done this time? What have you got us into? I
2: curse you, Bishkin. <laughs> I brought us here because this is a lodge cast. Okay. Yeah, it is. Love it or love it or hate it, this is a lodge cast. I saw this movie at my local Lemley Noho 7.
1: Ooh, uh, you cheated on the
2: AMC. I cheated on the AMC because it wasn't playing at AMC. Was
4: there anyone else in the theater besides just yourself
2: alone? There's two other individuals. <laughs> Um, So three of you total Seated seated separately So there's three individual people (laughs) uh, In the theater And it was the very last screening Last Thursday that I saw it at
1: Yeah, and that's why You may have noticed We are zooming this one in This is a virtual Lodgecast again Yeah Because Bishke chased this one All the way down to its very last showing We were not able to watch it together We had to all watch it separately But in a way, that is in keeping with the whole online element of this film called mainstream. Mm. I see what you did there. That's (laughs) actually a really
4: sweet
2: segue, seamless segue. I streamed it again today. I've watched it twice now. Oh my god! Why, Bishy?
4: That is like taking a second pill of ecstasy the next night. It's like, you gotta we'll just get go easy.
1: It. We'll get into it, but before we do,
0: watch that shot?
2: From the Rotten Tomatoes, a young woman finds a path to internet stardom when she starts making videos with a charismatic stranger. Period. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed that it. That
1: does actually nail it. Nailed that is it. Gia. Literally. All that happens in this movie. It's all she wrote. <laughs> so, Bishke, you want to give us a little background on why you were so amped on well,
2: seeing this? We all saw the trailer, or at least I did, and <laughs> I was pumped. I mean, yeah. Andrew Garfield coming off Under the Silver Lake, which is oh, yeah. a modern-day classic now, we all know. and <laughs> Everyone uh,
1: agrees on that.
2: Yeah, and he's playing a rising viral video star and influencer which couldn't be more up my alley. So that (laughs) alone, I mean, the trailer got me psyched. We got Gia Coppola directing, granddaughter of Francis Ford Coppola.
1: That's an important uh, tidbit here.
2: Yeah. So so it's an American Zotero picture. So she has freedom to do whatever she wants. No one's telling her anything about anything regarding this movie she gets total freedom <laughs> and so that all those elements got me psyched up for this one
3: could you imagine getting notes from francis ford coppola and going like oh
1: grandpa you just don't get it yeah yeah <laughs> shut up He's like, I was watching TikTok and I uh, had a few ideas on how to tighten up your screenplay. (laughs) Yeah. Andrew Garfield first appears in a mouse costume and he removes the mask (laughs) and seeing that that rascally Andrew Garfield face got me pumped because it did put me right back under the Silver Lake. Yes. And I was I was right there with him and I could feel your smile from
2: from zip codes away. Absolutely. And you start across <laughs> Maya Hawk, daughter yeah. of Ethan Hawk and Uma Thurman, if you guys didn't know that. I mean, she looks like
4: Uma Thurman's been deep faked like onto a 22-year-old. It's, yes. She sounds like her. It's yep. super uncanny. It's bizarre.
1: And she's styled like Uma in Pulp Fiction in a a little small (laughs) part of this, too, where it's just like, oh, my God, she looks exactly like her mom.
2: Yeah. She plays an amateur uh, YouTuber, meets our lead, Andrew Garfield, whose name is Link. Yeah. Great name. Justin, what did
1: you think of that? What do you think about the name Link for this guy? Great. It was just
3: (laughs) it was low on my list of priorities. (laughs) of things to be angry about
4: it was it was taken from the uh poly shore vehicle encino man it was brendan Fraser. he was link oh the cave, he was the okay. caveman oh the um, missing
1: link i get it also a hot link that you click on but these two together i wasn't into their budding courtship they were it was so cutesy Oh, oh, I couldn't, I could barely take it. The
2: beginning was rocky. I'm not going to lie. It was rocky. The first 20 minutes or so are pretty aimless. (laughs) Um, true. They're they're running around Hollywood together, spouting bad poetry and drugged out (laughs) ramblings.
1: But when Maya finally has like this late night quasi epiphany, then they start making videos together. Yeah. And that is definitely, definitely the salad dragon. Yeah. I got plenty, but <laughs> Salad Dragon Prime, is which the one? Initial is the initial burst of video making that they do when he's running around in like a nude suit in Hollywood. Yeah, and the editing is reaching for the the viral look, but it misses uh, like uh, in every key hmm. level. Like it just I think it
2: was, d- I thought it was pretty good meme editing in my opinion. It
1: it did not feel authentic to me at all. It felt like Francis Ford Coppola edited that. Yeah,
4: all the graphic design and Photoshop. I mean, why is it so bad, folks? Like, there's so many people out there that know how to do it. I've seen it done. Like, why does this format or whatever layout look so bad?
3: I think what happens is someone sees a cut that's very accurate and they can't help but finesse it to be a little nicer, a little cleaner, a little more broadcast ready. You know, it's the
1: same editor that did Bram Stoker's Dracula. So that Whoa. already shows you Whoa. he's not he's not in the age range to get this precise, like to get this realistic for what kids are really doing today. You know, and that's no knocking him. Like like you said, Justin, it, it's it's a little more polished than it should be, and that's what makes it less believable i think but a salad dragon nonetheless i mean and andrew garfield is ready to play andrew garfield
2: is is at 110 all the time the whole movie like once they take off and go viral you get that excitement (laughs) like that they're going viral and and he is pretty much manic throughout the rest of the movie yes
1: and he brands himself no one special that's his name that's yeah. the name of the brand That's he, the name of
2: the channel he is i think he's mo- he, he's modeling himself on pewdiepie that the youtuber uh, he's, yeah. he's modeling himself on a lot of youtubers i think but yeah. he's very hyper and um yeah he's 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 very enjoyable to me at least one of their first
3: videos disarmed me pretty hard like i i was pretty charmed by it like Ooh, some love and light from Justin. Editing aside, like when he, they immediately start to get a little meta where they film this video where they're, it's kind of like Cribs where he's like, look at all my cool stuff. I got these cool cars. And then (laughs) it kind of devolves and (laughs) you realize, you know, that's someone else's mansion and then that kind of practices bullshit. I thought that had some pretty funny moments. And I thought that was kind of where the movie was going but it right. never, it just kind of went off the rails from there because it was so obvious that this was going to be a rise and fall of stardom.
1: It's like, yeah, it's like a network riff for the TikTok set. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they start getting noticed by other YouTube luminaries. One of them's named
2: Wampa. He's a real and YouTuber, by the way. He? Very uh, popular great. YouTuber.
1: Great. Great. And another fellow Coppola, Jason Schwartzman, shows up as Wampa's manager. And you know what? No matter what he's in, in my humble opinion, Schwartzman always rules. Schwartzman like, he, made he me always.
2: laugh throughout. Like I'm not gonna lie, like he just whatever he does makes me laugh. I love. Yeah, that there guy.
3: there are some A plus jokes in this from Schwartzman. Mm-hmm. Like he he presents a business card to the kids and then doesn't let go of it he's like just just take a picture
2: yeah, one. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, that's a great. great joke i laughed out loud lucas
1: is silently uh <laughs> contemplating life and loss <laughs> as he looks out of the window <laughs> right now
4: yeah just listening to you guys talk about this uh movie i guess uh which I did not like at all. It was, it was a chore. Man. No way. It was, it was tough. No way. It was tough I knew. I like knew it very very wasn't. I mean,
2: it's a Lodge cast, but when new, it wasn't up your alley.
4: <laughs> very beginning, it was rough, man.
2: What about Schwartzman, really man? Really when Schwartzman shows up,
1: nothing. <laughs> or Garfield, any love for Garfield?
2: Flatline?
4: Anything? No, man. No, not. It's not all my. Right. Not my scene. All right, well, we'll circle back to you in a little bit. Lucas now retroactively hates Garfield comics
3: because <laughs> of Andrew so Garfield in this. <laughs> and he now loves Mondays as a I, protest. Think, I,
4: I think Andrew Garfield got lucky in fooling Robert Redford into casting him for Lions for Lambs back in 2006 or whenever that was. <laughs> and when that movie came out, everyone looked and was like, wow, Robert Redford discovered this, like weird dopey like british guy and I don't
1: think everyone looked at Lions for Lambs and said anything Lucas <laughs> I don't yeah think well, looked
4: at Lions I think for I think Andrew Garfield's is very lucky
3: quick survey who saw Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man movie um
4: no. no no I couldn't do that
3: I don't that. think I don't me, think, me either
4: no yeah he's got to be in therapy <laughs> over it right like especially after they're like making him do a crossover now with all the other Spider-Man
1: I think he's he's fine. He did under the Silver Lake and he's got such a pass for me. He can he can make 10 mainstreams and still be in my good graces. Ugh. But anyway, they attempt to make this bigger budgeted viral talk show thing. Yeah, and that whole scenario seemed hilariously dated to me too. It, it's like the uncanny valley. They're trying so hard to be bleeding edge, cutting edge, but when they miss it even by a little bit, it may as well be a hundred miles that they miss it by because it's off. This threw me as well, and I think what it
3: is is, I think from the filmmaker's perspective. They think we can't comprehend stardom. Yeah, without like <laughs> the spotlights and the audience? Yeah. Even though that didn't feel like a YouTube
1: show at all to me. No. It
3: reads as
1: stardom. Yes, and that's that that's at the core of why I feel Nobody behind the camera truly understood what they were doing or what they were going for. Like they were trying to literally graft network onto YouTube. And it doesn't work like that. You can't just yeah. Do
2: that. I mean, the, the game show is called Your Phone or Your Dignity. I thought it was interesting sure. that, Gar, that Garfield is coming at it as kind of an anti-social media, anti-YouTube star and yeah, gaining stardom. Yeah, but it's kind of half-assed too, though. But he's gaining stardom for it, and so he's he's having it both ways. Which I don't know. I think that's an interesting way to go about it. Like you know, it's easy to make fun of Logan and Jake Paul or whatever. But to you, and
1: know, Jake Paul does show up, and Jake Casey Fry <laughs> and Johnny Knoxville. All these guys make appearances in quick succession, and I feel like no one specials rise. There isn't enough meat on it, like it's all kind of centers around this one moment where they're playing your phone and your dignity and they have this girl up on stage and they show her latest Instagram photo, which is very touched up. And then they show it without any sort of photo retouching. And she's got like a big birthmark on her face. And he's like, you know, you press this button and your original photo will be released onto the internet. Hashtag the real me. And she won't do it, and she won't do it, and she's crying. And there's all this behind-the-scenes, like, intrigue with Jason Schwartzman, just like, let it play, let it play. (laughs) And then, no one special, Garfield, ends up hitting the button for her, kind of. And it's this big controversy that ends up being a big deal once she commits suicide afterwards. And, like, to me, it was just so surface. Like, I... Uh, We could have spent some time getting to know these characters a little more or caring in some way. And I don't know. It was student feature certified. I mean, it really was. (laughs) I'll
2: allow that. I'll
1: allow that. Ooh, student feature certified. That whole like quasi turn twist, it completely rips off broadcast news with William Hurt you know, using editing tricks to make it seem like he was crying during an interview. Like it's it's network, it's broadcast news. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't have a new idea really in its head. Yeah. Early on, I
3: was watching it and thinking this is shitty American beauty. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute. Is
4: American beauty shitty American beauty? American beauty is shitty American beauty. Nah, no. Nah, I think American beauty holds up. It's it's good. All right. We'll revisit
1: a lot of credit does go to Garfield because if if they didn't have someone at the center of this that came to play like he did,
2: yeah. it would be a big fat zero. I and- mean, we're glossing over some scenes that I love. Like the Johnny Knoxville – Johnny Knoxville plays this kind of YouTube talk show host and, and he brings on – yeah, Lo- Logan. Oh, no, Jake. I'm sorry. Jake, Jake Paul.
1: Jake Paul. And some
2: other YouTubers and there's a big like kind of infight. You know, over who's the most toxic on the internet, and I think that's like I don't know. I love that scene. There's a girl who's just like spouts out like, "I need a rut beer," and she leaves. Like that made me laugh out loud. Like I, I love that scene. So
1: I love that you loved it. That makes me love it in hindsight, retroactively. Yeah. yeah.
3: I mean, it did make the story a little more authentic that it didn't try to gloss over his antics where he's trying to get the girl to see, you know, let the world see her real face. The fact that that was never a triumphant moment for him or the movie, right. I thought gave it a lot of credibility. Sure. You know? Cause that is kind of, that turns it into a dove commercial. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, where it's right, just like, right. it, no matter how authentic something's trying to be, somebody is selling you something. Right. Yeah. You know,
1: and his big final speech, even though I consider it very entry-level online era philosophizing, I do like when he's kind of listing out all the things that people expect him to do to apologize for inadvertently causing this girl to commit suicide. And my favorite part is when he says, I'm not gonna play fucking Coldplay songs. Like that's that's great shit. Like he's got some great reads. No, he's, he's getting real. He's up. getting
2: real. Like that final speech <laughs> is pretty stellar, even though it's a little preachy, like a little it, a little preachy. No, very preachy, but he <laughs> But the you know, just the fact that the audience loves him because he feels so real. Lucas
3: is just longingly staring out his window, wishing he was a pigeon right now. <laughs> we gotta
1: get him away from that window. The window is more entertaining to him than this movie
4: was. Oh, I can't believe we saw the same film. You guys are giving us like way too much thought. Like this, this movie is not earned or deserved our attention or interpretation of anything. And Andrew Garfield should fire his agent for convincing him to do it because it's just Oof. like why.
1: Well, why don't you expand upon that when we go to them mainstream bones?
0: I can feel it in the
1: All right, Lucas, swing through, and then you can keep looking out the window. Yeah.
4: Thank, thank you, Lodge Master. So, yeah, from the fires and embers and ruins of 2020, I am now like <laughs> this jagged, serrated edge where you will find no safe passage here. <laughs> Um So as soon as this started, like my first knee jerk reaction was like, did they shoot this on an iPhone? Like, why does this look like shit?
1: <laughs> they and, maybe, maybe they did.
4: And it like, yeah, IFC releasing, like I can't imagine what they what, you know, Coppola's winery paid for it to produce <laughs> production wise, because it, it was just like such a, a threadbare. Ramshackle DIY (laughs) kind of nepotism all-star team. Although I guess Andrew Garfield, you know, his, his, his nepotism is Bob Redford, the the aforementioned godfather that anointed him the next uh, leading man, golden boy. (laughs) Um, But this, this real Quickly, early on, I was just not on board. I mean, I love network, didn't appreciate, yeah, the online web viral aspect of it. Like in, when Maya Hawk is like explaining likes and subscribers to him early on, it's just like, oh man. And then, and then later when they're like big and famous, there's this like completely absurd love triangle, I guess, question yeah. mark. There's supposed to be some like sexual tension or something. Oh yeah. Oh man, it's the most emo shit I have ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. It's like a, it's like worse than Dawson's Creek, like CW, like Riverdale. Fucking what? I, I don't even know what, honestly, because I, I don't watch that type of programming. So I got to give this a woof. This is a big
1: woof. Uh, woof. <laughs> LT gives a woof. Not a surprise. Not a surprise. All right, go back into your fugue state. You did good. <laughs> All right, Justin. Love and light? Early on, I was
3: convinced that somebody in the movie was going to be imaginary. (laughs) And when that turned out to not be the case, I was like, all right, okay. No one's imaginary. Oh, man. But it was, you know, in terms of stories about meteoric rise to stardom and then the subsequent fall, uh, this is definitely on the lamer end. But... (laughs) the whole movie I just kept wondering is this what happens when you watch a movie about essentially children trying to rebel when you're our age Mm. like what did 40 year olds think of true romance were they like yeah, Rob the Drug Dealer, start a new <laughs> life, live in the moment, it's gonna be awesome. Or were they watching it like, oh, get a job and yeah. contribute to your 401k. What yeah, are you doing? Get that 401k, Don't he- do that. Up. Oh, You're man. gonna end up like Dennis Hopper in the trailer. Uh, <laughs> um, so it, it might just be impossible for us to be kind of inspired by antics like this, because early on, Maya Hawk. Who was fantastic in Stranger Things, if you guys haven't seen her in that? She quits her job to go like gallivant around with Andrew Garfield, but she had to sell her car to pay rent. And I'm like, oh, sweetie, you are fucking up so hard right now. <laughs> Your job sucks, but you know, so do most jobs. Like gallivanting
1: is the perfect word for mm-hmm. what she does with Andrew Garfield in this. It's pure gallivantation. Whimsy. Yeah, and it's
3: just it. it you're just watching it. You know, you're choosing responsibility ends over funyuns. <laughs> <laughs> as an old right. person there's nothing right. you could do about it so it's just like i think it's impossible to be inspired by that sort of thing uh that was my long-winded way of saying i'm giving this
2: one bone
1: one bone it's a nice step up from uh, lt's mega woof, brother Bishki. you want me to go before you do, do you want to? yeah that'd, that'd
2: be unconventional let's do that all
1: right let's go unconventional just like no one special was in the movie Piggybacking off of what Justin said, I do think it is possible to find the antics of the TikTok youth inspiring, but my issue is with authenticity. This movie feels like Gia Coppola was having some wine at the winery with her grandfather (laughs) and they discovered the internet for the first time, just like when I discovered Napster for the first time, like three years too late. And I stayed up all night, downloaded all my favorite songs. And then I went to class the next day and I'm like, you guys know about this shit? They're like, yeah, we've been living in it for years. That's kind of what it feels like this movie was. They discovered the Internet. They discovered YouTube. And they're like, oh, my God, this would make a movie. We have something to say about this. And it's just not authentic. Like, it's so surface. I couldn't get into it because I couldn't stop seeing the gears behind the scenes working, and they weren't working very hard, and they weren't digging very deep. So I too have to go with one bone for this, but it's a it's a sparkly bone. It's a it's it's got some uh, some animated rainbows flying around it and shit. So. <laughs> it's a love and light one bone for me Now, Brother Bishki. this movie's near and dear to your heart
2: Please, take it home G- <laughs> Gia custom-made this film for me Look, I love directors <laughs> who take on a big topic in contemporary culture And try to capture the zeitgeist Like Oliver Stone in his prime uh, Steven Soderbergh in his prime You know, they just hold the mirror up And, I, I mean, like, you know, maybe I'm just getting older and I'm not on the cutting edge. A lot of people feel this is dated, but YouTube stars still big kids still want to be YouTube stars. It's the most desired occupation and satirizing (laughs) it is easy, but it's also not, I think this film you could do a lot worse than this. This film does. Um, It's preachy. It's melodramatic. I'm not going to lie. And, so is Network, 1976. So <laughs> it also reminded me of another great film that takes on the media culture called I'm Still Here, starring Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to get any uh, applause for that. But yeah, no, uh, um, I'm going to say <laughs> Gia Coppola's got tremendous visual talent. Her writing needs some work. I thought Maya Hawk was a solid lead. Sure. Um, I can agree with that. She's... Uh, my Hawk reminded me of like Sarah Polly. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, in totally. prime time. And uh, also Jason Schwartzman made me laugh throughout. But most of my bones are going to Mr. Andrew Garfield. Yeah, um I wanna yeah. I wanna point out there's a there's a scene where he's like kind of nervous about doing the game show and he does this uncontrollable shake while he's going on into the set. Yeah. And if you weren't like Inspired by his manic energy in that, I don't know what need you know you need to to get inspired by a performance. Um, no, he was he was all the way there. He was all the way all the way in, hundred and ten percent ready to play. The film is far from perfect. Uh, I'm gonna have a difficult time recommending this to anyone. I maybe have a couple people on my list, Um <laughs> but look, after the first viewing, I was pretty high. Uh, on my own supply with Garfield and I I was going to give it three bones in the end I'll give it a a bone adjustment because I just watched it again all right and it's got some problems uh, definitely (laughs) so I'll give it two and a half bones all right but um, this movie was made for me and me alone nobody else should see this movie <laughs> I'm going to be a Gia fan for the rest of my life. Gia uh, I'm going to follow her career. Nobody else will follow it with me. I love the Coppola family. I love Jason Schwartzman. I love Francis Ford. <laughs> I love Sophia. I his love. Face. I love the wine. Uh, I love everything. So that's just my final uh, take. I love that's Coppola. Love and light. That's they got. Love they and got. Light. They We're got. They them. got filmmaking in their blood. So just listen to me, folks. Don't follow me. Just listen to me. We're leaving them with a
1: complete blast of love and light. And that's how it should be. That's what makes this an inspiring
2: podcast. Hashtag this pineapple life forever.
1: Oh, wow. Well, that's mainstream, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to smash that like button. Smash those likes, folks. Could you
4: imagine the double feature mainstream and slipstream? Oh,
1: God. Yeah, Yeah. definitely go check out Anthony Hopkins' Directorial Adventure Slipstream whenever you get the chance. Crossing Um, the Streams Night. Yeah, Crossing the Streams Night. That's perfect. Yeah. Brother Justin, thanks for taking this trip with us. And Brother Lucas, you know, what can I say? It it, it builds character. It builds character what you went through. I'll sail the silver screen with you anywhere. And thank you, Bishki, for giving us this hard charging uh, task.
2: (laughs) Thank you for joining me. I know know this was on my recommendation. I didn't expect likes, but I expected follows. So thank you. Love and light and puking emojis.
4: It is the most emo shit I have ever seen in my entire life.